Hey, welcome to another episode of Self to Society. This is Dennis. Today, we're talking about the motherfucking ego. Trying to flip the script on this bitch for a minute. Because one of the things about the word ego in 2020, and especially related to men, but also related to women in in their own conversations, is um, how, how negative the ego is. How... Um, damaging as a whole, ego is, and I've been thinking a lot about it, not because I don't disagree, not because I disagree that ego has the ability to be bad, but because it's not always bad. I think foundationally, as a human, we are all born with what I am referring to as an ego. Each of us has a, a mechanism within us that makes us want to go get something. It makes us want to have, it makes us want to earn, it makes us want to, at times, take. Um, and, and that, in and of itself, the ego in and of itself, I don't, I don't find to necessarily be the problem. The problem is how far we swing on the pendulum from worthiness to entitlement. And when, when I was in the church, this conversation was a lot harder to have because your worthiness came directly from the Christ. And so it was hard to claim worthiness for yourself, even though the point was to find self-sufficiency in the fact that you were created and made in the image of the Christ, but those could never really cross over. Like it's very, very difficult in the evangelical space to have the crossover of... I get my my worth and my identity from the creator, but also that means I am worthy because I'm made in the image of the creator. Um, One of those gets knocked down um, all the time in this conversation. And so it's very, very difficult to wrap our heads around having a positive ego that that drives us to, to be worthy of the things that we have in our life. The other side of that is an entitlement to shit that just simply isn't yours. So I'm going to paint a very easy scenario. Right now, this is my Red Bull. This one right here is mine. I can, with pure, holy, righteous, unashamed ego, say, this is my Red Bull, and I'm going to have it, and I'm going to take a drink of it because it is mine, right? The, the entitled side of the ego is one of you saying, that is my Red Bull, I am going to take it because it is mine. Or me saying that about something of yours, right? Um, let's think of it in terms of <clears throat> having a partner. Uh, I don't have a partner, but if I did, I could say, this is my partner. Not that she's my property, but she's my partner, right? Um, the The... The entitled side of this is being out at a bar or club or something, if the world were to ever fully open back up, and look at a woman and say, that chick is mine, when in reality, she's not. She's not here with you, probably don't know her name, You probably ain't going to talk to her anyway, and even if you did, you might get rejected. I don't know. But the point is, the two sides of this ego that I'm, that I'm talking about are a worthiness to the shit that we have and an entitlement to the shit that's not ours. Let me reframe ego for a second. It is the foundational thing that makes you who you are. 
It is the thing that allows you to get up in the morning and make decisions that are different than any other human's decisions can be. Not because you're not making similar decisions or even ones that mirror other people, but simply because there is a truth that my experiences and my desires and my intentionality, my internal systems mean that the reason I'm making decisions, even if the decision is mirrored with somebody else's, but why I'm making that decision is categorically different than somebody else who makes a similar decision every single time, every time, all day, every day, forever. Our experiences that we have drive us to certain actions. They drive us to be um, sometimes safe, right? The pain trauma can cause us to recluse from the world around us so that we ensure that we're safe. Um, An exposure to money as a kid could make you open up to all of the possibilities of what money can buy, both in good and bad, right? So our experiences in some way drive a lot of our behavior until we find ways to, to point to the part of that behavior that's unhelpful for ourselves or other people, heal from it, and then evolve out of it. Ego is the very same way. So the, the natural behavior that I have around money, there's, there's a, an, an, a healthy side of that and an unhealthy side of that. There's an entitlement piece and then there's a piece of worth. I am worthy of every goddamn dollar I make. I work my fucking ass off and I'm really good at what I do. So when I uh, engage with a client and they pay me, I am worth that money. A truth is that I may be worth more money depending on the value that I bring, right? But I'm at least worth the amount that I'm charging. There's nothing wrong. There's no guilt. There's no shame. There's nothing attached to saying I am worth earning what I have have earned because of the value or because of the work that I've put in exchange for what I've earned. Entitlement would say, I need that, that money's mine, and I don't have to work very hard for it, right? So if I was shysty, hmm, and I'm engaging with clients and I'm only doing half the work and I'm charging them twice as much, that's entitlement and ego on the negative side of that that can really drive some some behavior that is, it's not just not good for us, it's also not good for the people that we're interacting with because we will inevitably be, ta- inevitably be taking advantage of them in those interactions uh, and, and in engaging in that way. So, men have a hard, 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 hard time with this. Dudes, any dude who's watching, you have an ego. Some of that is okay. Some of that is not okay. Don't fucking beat yourself up over it every day. Don't do it. There's no, there's no need. God, there's no need to create guilt, more guilt or internal guilt around something that already has so much social and public negativity attached to it. If that makes sense. This trash truck is fucking annoying, by the way. (laughs) Um, there, there's no need for us to, to bring more guilt into something that, that our society is already making us guilty for. I know a lot of men who are really talented, really successful, um, really, really good at what they do, and they can't say it. They don't know how to say, 
I'm really fucking great at this. Because what they've been conditioned to believe is that when you say, I'm really fucking great at this, what you're saying is that I'm inevitably better than you and I deserve more than you have. Which is not at all, the, that's not necessarily the case. It could be the case. Another thing about ego, I'm going to transition for a second, is that no one really, no one really gets to be the one who tells you how much ego you fuck with. Like where, where you're at on this scale from a scale of what I would call pure or uh, let's call it pure ego to um, manipulative ego <clears throat> and then that work being in the middle. Nobody can tell you where you're at on the scale. Right, that the work is—it's the important part. It's the acknowledgement. It's things that um, that men are doing and not getting much credit for. Uh, and here's a little secret: men need to get credit for the shit they do. It's sort of innate in us. Um, that's part of the ego. I think there's a lot of people that would suggest that that's a bad thing, or that it's needy, or that it is <clears throat> driven by something else. Let me tell you the truth. There is a lot of power in just simply congratulating somebody for doing a good job and being good at it so that they can continue to be good at it without the mental space being taken up <coughs> Pardon me, by insecurity or by the thought that they should or shouldn't or can or can't or will or won't be able to rightly step into who they are and what the fuck they do and why they're here on this planet in the first place. I don't actually care why you think you're on the planet. To be honest, I don't care. Let me say I don't care. It's not worth arguing about why you think you're here or how you think you got here for me. What matters is that I think innately, no matter what spiritual path you go down, no matter what you believe inherently, there most of us would say that we're here for something or that we're at least searching for the purpose, for the thing that we're here to do. And I think that that's probably true. I, I think that I am here for a very particular reason. I am a fucking weird conundrum of a human, and it leads me every day to believe that I've got work to do. So I show up and I do a lot of work. Um, I do work like in exchange for money, like work work. I do work like this. I don't get paid for this shit. <laughs> uh, I just love it, and I think that it's really valuable. And so I show up and I do work that I believe the world has called me here to do, and I'll keep doing that until I die. And one of the saddest things that I see happen to men is that they're so goddamn afraid of being good at what they do. There's there's like a very polar side of this is there's so much fear in being publicly good at something because you're going to get harassed for being really good at it. Um, it's taken me a long time. I used to say things like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do, you know, like, I'm pretty good at stuff and whatever. Um, and there are certain things in this world that I'm not good in. You put me in an Excel spreadsheet, fucking just cut my head off. I'm done. I'm out. I don't want it. I suck at it. You uh, make me stay, like, <clears throat> organized with stuff. My desk is a fucking mess. Why? Don't know. Never been able to do it differently. But if you forced me to, like take my glasses off and put them in one place. And when I say glasses, y'all, I ain't blind, okay? I ain't old. It's these these yellow ones. <laughs> I was so insecure that I said glasses. I'm an idiot. Um, take my glasses off and put them in the same place. I wouldn't be able to 
to do that. Why? I don't know. Um, but you put me on a stage in front of any amount of people, it's over. It's over. I will hold a majority of those people in the palm of my hand and I will captivate them with whatever in the fuck comes out of my mouth because I have a, a gift at doing that. Why? I don't fucking know, but I do and I have since I was a kid. You put me in a creative space where the desire is creative energy or innovation. It's over. It's a wrap. I fucking love being in that space. It, and in some way, is not about me. It's about stepping in front of the energy that carries me into that space. But I know how to step in front of it. And I fucking love it. And it's taken me a long time to be able to say that publicly. Even now, here I'll be vulnerable with you. Even now while I'm saying it. I'm like, fuck, I wonder if somebody that, that's going to watch this is going to think that I'm like really an egotistical prick. Uh, like it's going on in my head right now while I'm trying to exercise the thing that I'm drawing attention to. We need, I need other dudes to be able to say, I'm fucking great at this in a way that they feel worthy of the gift, or not even worthy of the gift, but worthy to exercise their skill set, their gifting, their however they step into the world, that they're worthy of exercising that or worthy of walking in that uh, particular space or energy or craft or whatever. Um, as opposed to as opposed to somebody who sucks at something and says they're really good at it. Here's an easy example. Hip-hop. There are... <coughs> There are millions of mixtapes on this planet of rappers that are saying, I'm the best rapper alive. And they suck dick at rapping. Like, their flow is weak, their production is whack, whatever it is. There are millions of mixtapes floating around this world with whack-ass rappers who are saying that they're the greatest to ever live. That is an entitled ego. If you're not good at something, that's okay. Just step into the thing that you're good at. And then own that shit like a motherfucker. That's... That's this. I'm gonna talk generally about ego for a second. Not related to male or female necessarily. I believe that it is wildly important that we attach ourselves to the things that we find most individual to us. This... This isn't that hard to do. This isn't that hard to do. I know that there are things about me that are very different uh, in the totality of how they come together, right? I'm an overthinker and I'm an overfucking communicator and I operate in this like chaotic, mad, mad artist sort of chaos. And I'm not the only one who does that, but I'm the only one who does it like me with the mix of potion that I do that with. So for you, it's not necessarily you looking at yourself saying, man, what do I have that nobody else has? It's looking at yourself and saying, how is my, my mixture of life, how is my, my, my soul stew <laughs> uh, different or, or mixed with um, the, a measure of parts that's totally unique? And when you find that space, I really do believe that that's when we have the ability 
to step out of a job we hate, to step out of a relationship that's making us unfulfilled, to step out of um, friendships that aren't good for us, to step out of hobbies or groups or whatever. It gives us the opportunity to step away from shit that we used to fill our, our insecurities um, and, then, and then go be a little more free. One of my downfalls as a human is that I, I don't like the idea of doing shit that other people are doing. I have become very, very comfortable with this life that I live. I've become very comfortable knowing that I am a unique creature and I'm hard to fucking handle and I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of different things. Right, physically, visually, you look at me and I'm tattooed and I'm not small and I've got a lot of hair and that that appearance is one way. If we were to if somebody were to never meet me and have a conversation with me on the phone, they would have no idea that I don't have a college degree. I have I have trained myself and my brain, I've beat my brain into being a very articulate, well spoken human. Um, if you were to see me with no tattoos, I probably give off a different vibe, right? So it's it it really is this it's this culmination of what who we are and how we show up. And when I recognized what I am and I finally started to accept what I am and I no longer beat myself up over what I am, when I accepted that ADHD is just a part of my DNA, it was much easier for me. I mean, it's still fucking hard to deal with, but it was much easier for me to wrap my head around and 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 operate in. Um, I've used tools, I've talked about some of this before, I've used tools like the Enneagram uh, to really help guide me into further understanding of what my core intentions are. Hmm. How do I wrap this up? Here's what I want for people, for you, all, all humans. To be closely attached to the purest form of themselves. And I want you to be attached in that with your ego intact. In I want the pure ego that is, that is a foundation for humans to be okay. I want you to feel worthy of the things that you have that are yours, that you work hard for, that you can do uniquely. I want you to find a, a lot of uh, pride in that and feel worthy of that. On the other side of the ego, the shit that we are overcompensating for, the shit that we're trying to make ourselves believe, the shit that we're trying to make other people believe about us, um, it is my hope that you will, as you acknowledge those things, that you will slowly shave them off so that, so that you, you operate with less of it, and that is the work. The work is identifying, it's awareness, it's understanding, um, and then it is uh, leaning one way or the other on the pendulum right? It's giving ourselves an opportunity to actually do some healing or do some growing. Um, and so I hope <clears throat> this is a, a thought process. This ego thing is something that's been rattling in my head and been talking with clients about it. Um, and I don't even know that I'm doing the greatest job articulating what it is I, I'm, I want out of this conversation, but my hope is that, uh, is that it at least gives some awareness and understanding for you of yourself, uh, that you give yourself a little grace to be who you are without the pressure of having to be who somebody else thinks you should be or who, 
who society says you should be. And then you do the work continually to stay uh, moving in the direction where you are uh, of pure heart and soul and worthy of the things that are coming to you, the things that you've earned, the things that you're creating and building. And that is a beautiful existence, in my personal opinion. So, my friends, thank you for being here. I will let you get on with your lives. We'll do another episode soon. If you're listening on the podcast, appreciate you. Hope you have a good day. Subscribe or something. I don't know. I think I'm supposed to say that. All right. See you.